Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For AZPM, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is John Galgiani, Professor of Medicine in the College of Medicine and founder and director of the university's Valley Fever Center of Excellence. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Leslie. So you've been working for many years to combat the lung disease we all know as Valley Fever. Could you just tell us what Valley Fever is? Sure. So most people should know about Valley Fever here in Arizona. And it's an endemic fungal infection. And by endemic, I mean it is resident in the environment. And in this particular case, it's resident in the Sonoran Desert primarily. It's in patches. It's not all over the desert, but but where it is, it grows as little colonies. And then when things dry out, fragments of this fungus called arthrospores uh, get into the air, and uh, they're very small, two to three to five microns in size. So right now, valley fever tends to be prevalent in the western part of the U.S., but I've seen maps that project that it will be moving eastward steadily. Yeah, and northward, all the way to the Canadian border is one estimate. It's a fairly rigorous analysis of the effect of climate change over this century uh, on the domain for this fungus and where the endemic regions could likely end up. So it's all, all the way up to Texas. It's not all the way back to the uh, Mississippi, but uh, most of the western United States could easily become endemic, where now it is primarily in the lower Sonoran deserts and the Central Valley of California. You've said that once someone has valley fever, they may become immune to getting it again. So that sort of opens the door to saying there is the possibility of immunity. Can you tell us what you're doing in terms of trying to develop a vaccine? Well, yes. The fact that we get such lifelong prevention of never getting another infection again suggests you ought to be able to do the same thing with a vaccine. And way before my time, going back to the 1950s, and even before, but certainly uh, some studies started to develop 70 years ago, uh, where they started to try to make a vaccine for this uh, disease. And in fact, here in Tucson in the 1980s, we tested a vaccine in people. Uh, in retrospect, it wasn't the right vaccine to test, uh, but it showed that we could do that study in people. It didn't work. And since then, more work has been done. And more recently, here at the University of Arizona, uh, we discovered a vaccine that is both safe and very, very effective. So it sounds like the University of Arizona is playing a really important leading role in efforts to deal with valley fever. Um, what do you see as our future? I think it's bright. Um, when I first had the idea that the University of Arizona, the land-grant institution for the state, ought to be doing something about valley fever. I was very excited, having lots of fun, learning lots, uh, but it wasn't really done at the school. It was our program in my lab. And I thought, really, we needed to change that. We needed to have the institution committed to this, not just one particular investigator. And that was why we started things 26 years ago. Now, over the last decade or so, and maybe even more recently in the last five years, there's been a transition of thinking that, oh yes, this is a very important problem for the state of Arizona, as well as the nation. And so I think it has um, now not just been me being enthusiastic. I think it's now 
become something much more central to the the things that the University of Arizona wants to get done. So are people who've lived in the desert for a long time likely to have had perhaps light cases? Are many of us likely to be immune without even knowing that we are? Yes. Two out of three infections cause no symptoms. The risk per year is about 3%. So it's not like the first month or two that you're here that you're likely to get infected. Half the people have lived here less than 12 years. Half the people live more than 12. I had a 75-year-old fellow who lived his entire life in Tucson who developed his infection at age 75. Oh. Uh, so you can live here a long time and not have it. But in fact, probably given migration in and turnover, maybe a third of people in Tucson or in Phoenix probably have had infection, whether they know it or not. Well, thank you very much. Dr. John Galciani is one of UA's leading experts in infectious disease and certainly the expert in valley fever. Thanks very much. My pleasure. Thank you, Leslie. You can listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.